Blog Talk Radio. Hey! Quiet on the set! It's IWS Radio, starring the IWS players, Guy on your dick, Slider Ballscock, Joshua, Bobby Craft, Reverend Moneymaker, Paul Pyatt, Dusty Sandman, Stubby Stonehenge, featuring Canada's own Jamie Maple Leaf, along with special guest star Schmoop. <laughs> And now, straight from the bar, your host, Matt Man and J-Man. Wow. Hola, and welcome to another spooky edition of IWS Radio, the show that knows what you did last summer. I am the J-Man. Coming to you live from Redneckville, Arkansas. And sitting right next to me, just a jump to the left and a step to the right, a man who wants to drink your blood. If it has a high enough alcohol content. The Matman, bitches. If Matman knocked on my door and said trick or treat, I would know that either way it would be bad for me. <laughs> Cheers, greetings, and welcome to IWS Radio. This is the Matt Man coming to you from the spooky digs here in Bagwine, Ohio. How the hell are you, J-Man? Oh, not too bad. Not too bad at all. Excellent. How are you doing, Matt? How are you doing? Mm-hmm. Fair, recovering. Feel pretty good today. <laughs> Yeah. Good. Yeah. Good. All right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hanging in there. Yeah. Hips work. Knees work. Shoulder. Still got the pinched nerve. That's going to be a chronic ah. thing till the day I die. Yeah. But, uh, I've decided no. that the. Uh, yeah, I've decided that whatever this 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 pain down the left side of my leg is is there until you know I may it may be what kills me, so it'll be there till the day I die. Uh-huh. Never know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so anyway, long time no see. I know. it's uh, Took last week off involuntarily. Yeah. Involuntarily. But however, J-Man, we've decided, uh, well, at least I have, that I will no longer make fun of Beer Mike uh-huh. Beth and Drive By Mikey because when you do, when we had fun on that, the last show we did, about uh-huh. having to take last Sunday off, bad things happened to Matt. Bad, bad things. Bad, bad, bad things, yes. Yeah, karma Karma sometimes waits a while before kicking you in the ass, but karma was like, no, no, Matt, that's it. Yeah. You're on. It's on right now. I know, and it didn't kick me in the ass. It kicked me in the knee. Uh-huh. Oh, Put boy, Wednesday, yeah, Wednesday the 14th, my knee starts locking up at work, J-Man. Uh, and I was off Thursday and Friday. Couldn't hardly walk, uh, especially Thursday. Yeah. Boy. 
That's a rough one. It is. Yeah, like I was telling you when we were doing the soap prep, uh, <laughs> just out after college, I was playing pickup basketball game and banged the knees with someone, and my knee swelled up like a beach ball uh-huh. for a couple of days. It was brutal. Yeah. That's probably the probably the same thing when you uh, when you decided to take on that two by four stud holding up the wall. <laughs> And if you go back on my Facebook page, ladies and gentlemen, you can see my right knee the size of a grapefruit. You can't even see the knee, J-Man. No, no, it's just a big blob there. But we're over that now. You can see the knee. I've been wearing the knee brace. Oh, wearing the knee brace. That's good. Oh, and I'll tell you what. I didn't know it would have a beneficial effect, but Schmoop finds it hot. <laughs> but she's she's into guys that can't run away from her, so yeah, she, <laughs> she could run down. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> uh huh. Yeah, eventually and you'll the- be in the wheelchair. Schmoop will be pushing you around. And I'll you'll tell you smart what, man. You'll smart off and she'll dump you right there. Out of the uh-huh. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, when I went back last Saturday, not yesterday, but last Saturday, went into work, had the knee brace on. Boy, I'll tell you what, the tips, the tips, J-Man, they were awesome. Uh-huh. <laughs> should, have, should have done it before. Should have tried it earlier. Uh-huh. Yep. Hmm. You know, if you'd have gotten up, if if you'd have gotten out the crippled guy a buck, would you? (laughs) If you'd gotten out the shoes that were duct taped together and the knee brace, (laughs) you might have made enough to retire. (laughs) Exactly. Or at least enough to make up for the lost hours. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Well, I didn't have to do that. I didn't have to make those up because J Man, as we mentioned, oh, that's right. They had that covered last Sunday. Yeah. That's right. And that's fine. We we don't mind that. Yeah. We used to, we don't now. My yeah, body right. demands that we don't <laughs> mind that anymore. In fact we're just letting everything go, man. Exactly. <laughs> oh, you wanna take two more of my days? Oh, have at it. Go ahead. I'll work one day a week. That's fine. <laughs> Might even stop, you know, harassing Mike Huckabee on Twitter or something, just to be careful. I don't know about that. I don't now. think God doesn't <laughs> apply to Huckabee. <laughs> it's the other way around. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so all my excitement over the last two weeks has revolved around uh, just being on the uh, DL. Uh-oh. 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 What? We might be having some audio problems out there. Why is that? I don't know. Nothing specific. We can't. We haven't been specific in the chat room, but somebody says, "Smooth playback, my ass." And that somebody, Matt, is somebody you don't want to make angry. Oh God! It is Mr. Jesse Ferg. Would that be the Jesse Ferg, who is the mayor of? Hello. My name is Jesse Ferg. My name is Jesse Ferg, and I'm in the chat room. 
everybody dance. Ooh, Jesse Sir. Rock me, Jesse Sir. Ooh, Jesse Sir. Rock me, Jesse Sir. Yeah, oh boy. So, anyway, Jesse, stay calm. Stay calm. Stay calm. (laughs) And, And a little reminder to Alan Levy. Don't mess with the Fergmeister. That's right. <laughs> Don't get on his bad side, dude. No, you don't want that. Man. But also in the chat room, Matt, I guess we'll just do that right now. Since, uh, sure. Since, since this all came up. Uh, the guy who says it all sounds good to him, he's not having any trouble, who we were listening to just an hour ago. Bumwine Bobcat. Bumwine Bobcat. Bumming with Bobcat. You can catch him at blogtalkradio.com slash bumwinebob or (laughs) bumwinebob.com. And when you listen to him, as soon as you hear his voice, you'll be singing this. B-U-M-W-I-N-E B-O-B-C-A-T Meow. Hell yeah. And Matt, who do you hey. think who do you think is in first place in the Bumwine NFL football pick'em league? Just guess. Take a wild I mean, guess. Uh Bumwine? Uh, wrong answer. Oh. <laughs> the J Man? Ding 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 ding. Yes. <laughs> See, I thought you were um being a little angry as though it was fixed that no. a bum wine would win his own pick'em league. No. Well, you got to keep an eye out on everybody at all times, you know. Yeah. Don't want to take any chances, but yes. I uh, surged into the lead by Ooh. one game last week. That's hot. <laughs> Say that again, J-Man. Surged. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. So one game up, although I do believe that uh, the Jaguars are kicking the Bills' ass over in London, so that's going to cost me. That really shouldn't count since it's not on American soil. Uh, yeah, it's a good point. Thank you. Good point. And now, we're, oh, also in the chat room, a man who says he has audio problem with me. <laughs> I can only guess who that might be, J-Man. It's our buddy from across the pond. You mean Mr. Robert the Taylor. Ooh, Robert Big Country Taylor. He is so freaking hot. Yes. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. He's angry hot. Now, yeah. Or just angry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> of course, we, you we know we got to give him a we got we got to give him some slack because you know he's been in the sauce you know five to six hours prior to the show coming on. True, he is six hours ahead of us or so. So. <laughs> yep. Haven't heard from Jesse Ferg again since uh, the. Uh, 
audio problem declaration. So hopefully well, things Mandy. are working out for him. Well, there he, he goes. Just, yeah. Yeah. Also in the uh, chat room, we have several guests, Matt. One yes, of whom just from, uh, logged out, but that's okay. Well, they'll be. I'm sure they'll be back. Yeah, yeah, sure. Guests from all over the world, undoubtedly. All over the world. Part of our vast and diverse worldwide audience. Of course, you mm-hmm. know, if they wanted to, they could participate in the chat room. Well, how could they do that? All you got to do is go to blogtalkradio.com and register. It is free, fast, and easy, just like your hosts. Mm-hmm. And, Jay, man, I'll tell you what. There's someone who registered years ago mm-hmm. and has been a mainstay of the IWS radio show for years. Not only and that would not only did she register with Block Talk Radio, she registered with my heart. Mine as well. And I don't care what evil thing she says to me in the intro. <laughs> Jamie Maple Leaf is always in my heart. Hammer time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, baby. <sighs> Jamie Maple Leaf. Oh, yeah. Live in the hammer. You know, she is the second sexiest person in the nation of Canada. The second sexiest. Yeah. Behind. Behind. Justin Trudeau. The new prime minister. <laughs> prime minister beefcake. That's right. Uh-huh. As the uh, the liberals slaughtered yeah. the conservatives. Actually, they mostly slaughtered the New Democrat Party, but yeah, well, anyway. that'll happen. Yeah, big win for the Liberals in Canada. A huge jump to the left. Yeah, and a and huge win for up. ISIS, as he's going to pull all the Canadian <laughs> fighter pilots out of <laughs> out of the fray. Yeah, uh-huh. go ahead, be your ISIS self. We got uh-huh. things to do back home. Yeah. Weirdly enough, he's going to go ahead and focus on domestic issues first. Uh-huh. Crazy thought. Crazy, crazy, crazy stuff. And uh, I saw there was a, and I don't remember his name. He was a, uh, a a Jewish guy in Toronto. Maybe Canada's only Jew. I don't really know. I'm not up on Canada. <laughs> who uh, the day after uh, tweeted a, a picture of uh, Justin Trudeau at a Hindu celebration and said he's already celebrating with ISIS. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so it's nice to know there's at least one radical wacko in Canada. I didn't know those Hind- several thousand Hindus had their own years. ISIS sect. <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either. <laughs> I always knew something was wrong with them. They're all so quiet. <laughs> I know. They pretend to be so peaceful. <laughs> yes. And I'll tell you what, Jay, that uh, singular Jew there in Canada. <laughs> the I'll lonely tell you what, Jew. He probably, yeah, he probably <laughs> celebrates Hanukkah the 1st of November. You know how those Canadians like to get ahead of everyone else. <laughs> yeah, I know it. I know it. 
<laughs> but luckily for him, he's in Canada where, you know, he won't have to worry about any problems being accepted, tolerated, and sure. all that stuff. So, anyway, Robert the Taylor says that they uh, they fell back an hour this week over mm-hmm. there in uh, in the kingdom. In the, the kingdom. kingdom. Yeah. Where, whereas uh, here in the States, we were going to wait till next week to do that. Yeah. So, next week? So, see, I they, think it's, they like to get ahead of us, too, J-Man. Yeah. Just a little bit. Of course, of course, they just turn their clocks whenever... You know the queen tells them to because the true when the the queen orders them to change the clocks and they do so dutifully. Yeah, you know if I was the queen, I would say, "Hey, now today we're going to turn them up fifteen minutes." They'd all do it. <laughs> sure, and then just say, "England expects everyone to do your duty." Sure, and you go, "Okay." <laughs> Scottish independence, my ass. (laughs) (laughs) And if there is any uh, continued uh, audio problems, please let us know, though, in all seriousness. And kind of be specific about it. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so two whole weeks, Matt. I know. We were were off last week. Two two weeks. Last weekend, man. No show, and man, was there a lot of football that happened last weekend. Was it really? Because I missed it all, Jay, man. Oh, that's unfortunate. Did you have to work or something the whole weekend? I did, both Saturday and Sunday. Oh. Well, that's too bad. Um, So you missed out on that Michigan-Michigan State game with the the fumbled punt and the return? (laughs) Oh, my God. I felt so sorry for that punter. <laughs> I did, too. I did, too. Kind of. Um, and uh, and lots of other great stuff. And then some outstanding uh, NFL games. And then, Was it really? You know, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That Carolina-Seattle game went all the way down to the end. Cam Newton yeah. with the big touchdown pass. Yeah, I missed that. Oh, it's too bad. That's that just too bad. Very unfortunate. I got and yesterday, I caught part of the late game last Sunday, which wasn't much of a game, but you know, well, there you go. Yeah, well, yeah. I got a scrap. Yeah. yeah. Then yesterday, yesterday wasn't a great oh. lineup of games yesterday, but there was one game that uh, kind of went all day. <laughs> really? What game was that, J-Man? Well, that was the old uh, Arkansas-Auburn game played there in uh, Vietnam. <laughs> the uh, yeah. the Hogs and the Tigers went uh, four overtimes. Four overtimes. That's a lot. The Razorbacks. Razorbacks put it away in the fourth overtime, finally. Mm-hmm. A big win. And my chat room keeps crashing. So well, that's exciting. Yes. Well, my uh, Adobe Flash keeps. Crashing. Yeah. People are angry, man. They're really oh, angry. God. They're starting to yeah. get that way. Yeah. That's probably what the occasional buzz that Robert the Taylor says he heard. But he says it's infrequent, so. Well, that's We're good. Okay then, I guess. 
guess. Yeah, I, I don't want it to be frequent buzz. I just like to infrequently buzz. Yeah. Nice, smooth, so, constant buzz. Yeah. So anyway, Arkansas finally with the uh, the four overtime win, 54-46. <laughs> Exciting. Hogs now three and four, and I'll bet you there's a lot of Arkansas fans that are sitting there this morning saying, you know what? I think the Hogs can win out. <laughs> yeah. You know what? I was, I was wrong about him. I think Bielema's a good guy. Yeah, man, I'm I'm proud of Bielema. What a heck of a coach he's turned into. Or it's A-A-R-K-A-N-S-A-S for Arkansas. Fight, fight, fight. Woo, pig suey. Hell yeah. That brought a tear to your eye, didn't it, Jamie? Oh, it did. It did. In fact, uh, it's that game is is the reason that I uh, didn't post the uh, the show promo on the blog <laughs> yesterday. Yeah. Don't really yeah. have an excuse for Friday night other than I just well I got distracted Friday night. Did you really? Yeah, and then on Saturday I was going to do it and I thought I'll do it right after the Arkansas game and it went four overtimes and then, you know by the time it was over I was oh my god yeah. you were probably exhausted by then oh god yes. Was drenched in sweat. Yeah. Physically, you know, all your muscles were tightening, tightening up, and then emotionally, the highs, the lows, just drained. Right. The roller coaster of emotion all day long. Exactly. God. And then, then of course there was the uh, Florida State Georgia Tech game. Georgia Tech won on a blocked. Field goal that they picked up and returned for a touchdown. How's that for that you? Was the, that was the highlight of my day. Yeah. <laughs> I well, hate Florida State. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're not alone in that. A lot of people hate Florida State. I hate uh, practically every school in Florida as far yeah. as athletics go. <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. I don't. There's nothing much likable about any of them. No. Miami got beat 58 to nothing at home. I know that was funny too. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I'm surprised their coach even was allowed on the bus after the game. Now I'll tell you what, but with then, every Clemson victory, that helps Notre Dame a little. Oh, sure. Sure. Oh, and that that's right. Notre Dame was off this week, but they play. Uh, who do they play next week? Oh, I think they have Temple. You they gotta have watch Temple. that undefeated watch. Temple. Yes, it's at Temple, and ESPN Game Day will be there to help fire up the uh, the Owls. The Owls. So, yes. So good luck with that. But I tell you what, the highlight of my day yesterday, Matt, was one of my favorite play-by-play guys. <laughs> the late, the late great Mike Patrick. <laughs> Uh-huh. He's got to be, got to be well into his 90s by now. Still doing play-by-play for ESPN. And he called the Michigan State game, and he brought us a truly great moment. Can't wait. Blitz coming. Cook throws that direction. Overthrows and intercepts Picked off by the sophomore Richard Fink. This kid can play. Sorry, 16 and 16. <laughs> yes, Burbridge. 
I am terribly sorry. That's Burbridge with a touchdown. Oh, my God. That's kind of hard to admit. How does someone miss that? I don't know. The guy in green threw a touchdown pass to that guy in green. You would think he would have got that. Oh, my God. (laughs) Kind of reminds me of Pat Summerall's last days. (laughs) Oh, my God. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah, these things happen. (laughs) So, so anyway, but not a lot happened to me over the last two weeks, Matt. Weirdly enough. That's good for you. I know. It's it's kind of upsetting, kind of sad. There was, you know, nothing too, uh, too exciting happened. I was on crutches. I was off crutches. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, you know, I mean, I had my my standard old man, you know, aches and pains and stuff. Yeah. Um, oh well, I tell you what. <clears throat> the uh, after the uh, show two weeks ago. Yes. I uh, turned on the TV. I was going to watch some NFL football action, sure. and our Fox channel that is a um, South Missouri station, wasn't mm-hmm. working. Oh, did No picture. It said no signal. I know. So I tweet. <laughs> I tweet. K-R-B-K, Fox Channel, and I say, mm-hmm. you guys are off the air in Redneckville. And <laughs> you have to do something because Cox Cable won't give a crap, won't care. And less than 30 minutes later, they tweeted me that they had found the problem with one of their shared transmission towers, and we were back on the air. You showed them. That's getting something done right there. That's the power of IWS Radio. It sure is. (laughs) I'll tell you what. That's how it all works, people. IWS gets results. And then I got results later that week, too. Really? Yes. There was this guy who was winning, who won like 13 straight days on Jeopardy. Matt uh-huh. Jackson was his name. Matt Action Jackson. I don't know if that's his nickname. I gave it to him, though. Anyway, this guy, this guy kept getting, first of all, he always got the double Jeopardy question. I mean, always. It was weird. Not only did he get it, he got the double Jeopardy question back to back four times in 12 games. I call shenanigans. That's what I said on Twitter. I said, shenanigans. No way you get that. No way it can happen that often. And worse than that, it was easy questions. Super easy Mm -hmm. questions. And he always seemed to bet big and get an easy question or bet low and get a hard question. Really? Now, that way. Oh, I know. Yeah, and one time, weird. he even got a question about Washington, D.C., the city that he grew up in and still lives in. Oh, my God. Come on, Come on Jeopardy. You weren't even trying to hide this. 
So anyway, I was t- I tweeted about that, and you know what happened the next day? What? Down goes Action Jackson. How about that? Yep. Excellent. Yep. And dude was creepy too, man. God. <laughs> creepy, man. Weird. Looked like a uh, maybe a uh, you know serial killer type. Really, really disturbing. Mm-hmm. Hey, chat room. Anything happening, guys? They're kind of quiet. Sure. Yeah, we got a lovely chat room. <laughs> well, I love them. They're great people. They're just kind of quiet. <coughs> I did so have... Anything else happen? Anything else happen, Matt? Something happened at the beer mine? Funny story for us? <coughs> coffee? Oh, my. Yeah. Well, coffee? I did stuff? have one, one funny story. <laughs> <laughs> that I'll get to here in a second. <laughs> I had a lady come through Wednesday night. It was about 20 till 9. She pulls into the drive-thru, and you know what she asked me, J-Man? What did she ask you, Matt? Are you still open? <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, J-Man. Usually, you know, I bite my tongue, but it just came out. And I just said, well, the doors are open, aren't they? <laughs> oh, my God. People used to do that all the time when I worked at the pizza joint back in the day. Yeah, they'd come in. I'd be pulling a pizza out of the oven and put it on the cutting table, you know. And they'd go, are you still open, man? And I'd be like, stand there <laughs> with that big knife, you know, to cut. Thinking, <laughs> well... <laughs> No. Oh, my God. No, we're not open. Get out. <laughs> I'll tell you what. I, I was just, I stared at her for what seemed like 10 minutes, but I'm sure it was half a second before I said that. But yeah. it, completed the, it completed the cycle, J-Man, because I remember a couple years ago, <laughs> it was a Sunday, and we closed early on Sundays, and I shut the doors, locked down, and there's a knock on the door. I said, we're closed. And the lady said, are you sure? I said, well, I don't know. Maybe I should go around the building, see if the doors are closed. I thought I'd closed them. Uh-huh. Oh, my God. So I got it both ways, finally. Yeah, well, maybe someday somebody will roll in first thing in the morning and say, are you open? Oh, God. Ah, boy. (laughs) So there you have it. Yeah. Well, the only thing that happened to me was uh, I was at Walmart, and I was getting, you know, I was over there at the potatoes, you know, in the produce section. Yeah, you know, organic produce section, of course. Oh boy! And uh, <laughs> not really. Anyway, <laughs> I'm standing there, and I'm you know inspecting the taters, and uh, this dude standing next to me, and he goes, "Wow!" And I look at him, and he's staring off over you know to the left a little bit. 
So I look over there to see what he's staring at, and there was someone who looks like she could be a supermodel standing there. Really? She was every bit of six feet tall, maybe taller, long, beautiful brown hair. Looked like uh, hazel eyes, you know, kind of gray Ooh, hazel eyes. Yeah. Oh, I know. Olive skin, maybe Italian, maybe Greek descent, you know. Yeah. Tall, lean, beautiful, and she was looking. She was getting some tomatoes, probably Italian. Getting some tomatoes, probably gonna make some homemade uh, sauce. Yeah. And uh, I was look, looking at her there, wearing glasses, you know, chicks with glasses, man. And, and I said, wow, <laughs> when I looked at it. And we stood there for a minute or two. And then uh, uh-huh. behind me, I hear, <clears throat> and it was <laughs> this woman going, gentlemen, don't stare. <laughs> and I said, get out of here, bitch. No, no. <laughs> I'm staring. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway. So anyway, I think she probably was a supermodel just in town visiting the family, maybe. Yeah. Something like that. Well, and plus that's a big, that's a hot vacation spot. <laughs> yes, it for is. The super, for the <laughs> super rich and famous. Uh-huh. <laughs> because they have convenient access to Branson, Missouri, J-Man. Right, right. Well, the lakes. They like the lakes. They like the hang They like the, the lakes. lakes. And the Buffalo River. And the Buffalo National River. That's right. So the only other thing that happened to me, that was last week and then or two weeks ago, and then last week, I was at Aldi. And uh, you know, at Aldi, they you have to put the quarter in to get the cart out. It's chained up. Oh. You know how that that works to try to make people bring the the cart back. So I get right. out of the car, and there's a there's a guy right there, and he was just loading up his groceries, and he says, ask me if I need his cart. I said, sure. I to hand him the quarter, and he goes, no, 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 just pass it on. Just pass <laughs> it on to the next guy. I said, all right, I'll do it. He says, God bless you, young man. So I've got that going for me. <laughs> I would have asked him for a quarter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so after I, after I got out of there, I there was a woman walk in and asked her if she needed a card. She goes, no, no, I'm just getting a couple of things. Great, whatever. I'm standing there looking around. Nobody there. Huh? have to push the damn cart all the way back. Oh, goodness. And so I just, I took it back and I just set it there. I didn't push it in and, you know, lock it up. I just set it there for the next guy. But, you know, I wanted, you know, I, I wanted a little more control over who got the cart next. I guess not. He wanted it to be a good person. A I good wanted Christian it to be somebody person. I felt like was deserving of that card. That's right. Exactly. Uh-huh. And Jay, man, I'll tell you what. We're already past the bottom of the hour. This witty banner portion of the show, you know, because we've had so much time off, has gone wacky. It's gone wacky. It has. And the the witty banter, of course, you know, is brought to you by um, yeah. um <laughs> Bic lighters. 
Mick Lighters. Dollar forty nine at the beer mine. They light your you smoke. Go. They light your campfire. They light, light your, your jack o' lantern. They They'll light, light your, your jack o' lantern. Yeah. You can uh you can you can take a uh several pieces of uh newspaper or paper and wad them up into a long uh like arrow shaped figure, light the end and light your uh, barbecue that way, your grill. Yeah. Or the fireplace at that time of year. It is, or you could roll it up into a torch and light it right. and scare Frankenstein off. <laughs> you could walk down the hallway going, oh. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Of course, that hallway of yours is, you know, reminiscent of Shining anyway. No, I know. It's like, it's like what, 80 feet long? Oh, God, every bit of it. Long walk. Mm-hmm. Long, creaky, lonely walk down the hallway. Yeah. Dimly lit. Never know when something will jump out at you. That's right, like Nigel. Yeah. <laughs> and it's we just stay balloons. Nigel is. How are the balloons hanging in there? Are they still up? Oh my God, they are, Jay. Man, they're fully inflated still. Wow. Well, of course, because Nigel's holding them. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) Robert the Taylor enjoying some La Piazza wine. La Piazza. What does Piazza mean? The place? La Piazza? I don't know what that means. The Plaza? Mike Piazza? Mike Piazza, the former... Piazza, yeah. Roided up catcher, uh, allegedly. New York Yes. I'll tell you what, Jay, man. You know, this is a mm-hmm. Halloween show. It is. And, you know, as much as we've been funny this first half hour plus, <laughs> it's time to get scary. <laughs> it is. <laughs> And you know who can tell a good, scary story? Who? Brain surgeon and GOP presidential candidate, Ben Carson. I bet he can. So everyone listening, hold on to your drink tight, get in your couch safely, because he is going to rock your socks off with this horror story. Pleasantly scared with Dr. Ben Carson. The solo camping trip. A woman survivalist and trained outdoors guide who loves to go solo camping returned home after two weeks of being in the bush and not seeing a single soul. She developed her disposable camera film to find a roll of film with numerous pictures of her sleeping at night on different nights. She has never gone camping or hiking since. That's scary. Great job, brain boy. Die on your dick here. And I hope you're enjoying the Halloween spooktacular of IWS Radio on the BTR 
Network. <laughs> wow. I know. Scary. Oh. <laughs> Get out of here. Yeah. Yeah, Ben Carson, pretty scary guy. Yeah, he gives it that feel. Yeah, he got that. Yeah, he's got that laid-back calmness about him that. Sure. That actually gradually builds intensity. Well, I was just going to say builds to nowhere, but intensity <laughs> is another too. word for it. That too. Uh huh. Yeah. You think maybe you know if he just kind of continues with it a little, you know, at a little at a time, little at a time, then suddenly it's... <laughs> yeah, Something it's like that. a death by a thousand cuts. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he, he wears you down, you know, because he bores you to death. Exactly. <laughs> He's like a Republican John Kerry. Yeah, I was just getting ready to say. <laughs> and shout out to the uh, future former Speaker of the House and former <laughs> child actor as DJ Connor on uh-huh. <laughs> Roseanne, Congressman Paul Ryan, who has uh, graciously agreed <laughs> to be the Speaker of the House. Uh, he set forth a, a number of demands and has already backed off on two of them. So, looks like he's, oh, in, mid- I didn't he's, know that. he's in mid-Boehner form already. <laughs> oh my God! <laughs> he backed off the unit. He needed. He wanted a, uni- a unanimous vote in the Freedom mm-hmm. Caucus. He got seventy percent and said, "Good enough." Yeah. And he wanted them to uh, uh, eliminate the uh, motion to vacate the chair rule, and they said no. And he said, "Okay." And he wants them to understand that he needs family time, even right. though he's voted against family right. leave acts in the past. You don't, you don't need family time. He needs family time. Yes. Even though, even though the state of Wisconsin, who was once one of the few states to guarantee weekends for families, uh, and then they voted to uh, repeal that, and he supported it, he still demands his. Weekends with family. Yeah, I don't see anything wrong there. That's fine. That makes no. sense. No, sure. He's Paul Ryan for God's sake. He is. Damn right. He He's is. Eddie Munster. <laughs> He's Eddie Munster. He's DJ Connor. Mm-hmm. All wrapped into one. Mm-hmm. He's Eddie Connor. Yeah. Yeah, I like that wanting them to uh, do away with that, the rule, the motion to vacate the chair. That's like standing up there saying, "Okay, look, I'll run for Congress, but you have to agree to never vote me out." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good gig to have, right there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> yeah. uh, oh, but Matt, I forgot. I meant to tell you, uh-oh. they've been running what? a really, really scary ad. On the TV stations, the Missouri TV stations around here. And what are those? I mean, now it's not—it's not an ad for like a, a haunted house or you know even a Halloween ad necessarily. It's a holiday ad, 
but it still just scares the hell out of me when I see it. And I think it's going to yeah. scare the hell out of you too, Matt. I can't wait. Michael McDonald. This Christmas. An evening of holiday and hits. Saturday, November 28th. The Fabulous Fox. Michael McDonald. The night of Christmas music and your favorite hits. Have yourself a Reserve seats on sale now at the Fox Box Office, MetroTix.com, or call 314-534-1111. Does he come with subtitles? Oh, my God. they got to have the subtitles on a Jumbotron while he's playing. And a chill ran down my spine. I bet. <laughs> oh my God. An evening of holidays and hits. Oh boy. Ooh. That's scary stuff right there. <laughs> yeah, well, that just gave me an idea if I still had my house. Which I don't, by the way. <laughs> no, you don't, but it is a nice house. The yard looks very good. It is good. a nice house, isn't it? <laughs> Instead of spooky sounds, I just put on a Michael McDonald CD while I passed out candy on <laughs> Trick or Treat. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a rough one to have to listen to, isn't it? Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to top that. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's try it, J-Man. Okay. Okay. <laughs> because Ben Carson, he's not done, J-Man. Oh, ben Carson's never done. <laughs> no. He's got another one. Ladies and gentlemen, Dr. Ben Carson. Pleasantly Scared with Dr. Ben Carson. Hi, Ghost fans. Slider Ballscock <laughs> here. And let me tell you, it's iconic. But after only one episode of Dr. Jim Carson's segment on IWS Radio, Jim had to return to the campaign trail, work his book tour thing, and pursue the surreal notion of becoming our nation's next Prime Minister. But I'm here to pinch it, and here's a scary story titled Mommy's Home. A father is laying in bed after just waking up. He grabs the baby monitor and walks to his desk in his office at home. He has his baby on the baby monitor and hears his wife singing to her. He cracks a smile as he hears his wife sing, Go to sleep, go to sleep. When suddenly, the front door opens up, and his wife comes in, carrying groceries. Wow, I'm pretty sure that that was pretty scary. And I bet you do too. 
So, with that, this is Slider Ballscock filling in for Dr. Barton and leaving it all in the world of the occult. But for more of the IWS Radio two-hour Macrobay Comedy Hour with Jay and Matt, you stay right there. Wow. That's that unfortunate. Was. Yeah, that's kind of a scary story. It was. It's unfortunate yeah. that uh, Ben Carson got hired and then only did one story, though. It's weird. Hmm. Yeah, man. Kind of thing Sarah Palin would have done. Exactly. Up and quit on you. Or Hank Philpot. Remember that? Remember old Hank? Oh, Hank, all of a sudden he's ranting and raving over at Newsmax. What was up with that? Exactly. Yeah. And of course, that set off that set off Keith Oberman. Haven't heard from Keith in a long time, have we? Yeah. God. People are unreliable, man. They are. Remember Smugly Superior Dana? Have we heard from her, her again? Since that no. Smugly Superior commentary? Hell no, we haven't. It's upsetting. Anyway, uh, a couple of years ago, long-time listeners of ours, if there are any, uh, a couple of years ago, (laughs) might remember that we uh, had a real live Wiccan on. Remember that? Yes. Reverend Jim. Reverend Jim Smith. Jim Jim Smith the Wiccan, if that's his real name. And, uh huh. And Reverend Jim was he he you know he got in here and he he wicked all over the place for us. He did. <laughs> and he even chanted. He gave us a little chant. Mm-hmm. And I thought maybe we would uh, just go ahead and play that chant right now, you know, to set us up for Heck the yeah. uh, spooky to come. Man. And uh, so take it away, Reverend Jim. Okay. Can you, can you do one for us? Yeah. Really? <laughs> You know, I I uh I created some dance steps to that, but then I remembered this was radio, so <laughs> it did any good. Well, I could hear I hear I could hear how good you looked. Oh, I was yeah. I was doing you know a little stepping around, high stepping. Yeah. So the anyway, now uh, and uh, Robert the Taylor with the big WTF in the chat room. Hey, we just put a spell on you, buddy. Yeah. That's what that's all about. Yeah. That song was written at Stonehenge. That's in England, <laughs> by the way, not in Scotland. Just stay away, buddy. <laughs> Although, to this day, J-Man, I still think that song was made up. I did, on the spot. 
which was clever <laughs> enough. I mean, that's pretty clever too. That's pretty clever. I, could, I mean, I couldn't have made up a little chant like that, but you know, then again, he knew we wouldn't know if it was real or not, <laughs> would we? To this day, to me, it sounds like a Division Three football fight song. Hala mala go. <laughs> Uh huh. Maybe he attended a, uh, you know, Stony Brook versus James Madison uh-huh. basketball game. Well, he's from so. Bagwine, so maybe he went to Wittenberg. Maybe, maybe so. <clears throat> and maybe those Lutherans the, are crazy. The, maybe it was one of their Wittesons who came up with that. <laughs> See what I did there? I did. <laughs> You know what else he did on that show, J Man? What? Reverend James got wickedly funny. <laughs> oh, he did. Oh. Uh huh. Yeah. Good time. Don't try this at home, folks. <laughs> Quality entertainment at a fair price, people. Oh my God. Well, entertainment at a fair price, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So we're coming up on the top of the hour, J-Man. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. We usually do the worst song segment here. Normally. But people today, J-Man, they're in for a real treat, aren't they? They certainly are. A, a Halloween tradition here at yeah, IWS yeah. right now. But the IWS players all got together. Yes. To do something special. Yeah. And what was that, Matt? <laughs> I forget. Oh, what? Wait. Oh. <laughs> what? Honoring the expertise and skill and artistry of Edgar Allan Poe. In his discourse, The Raven. Here is the IWS radio players interpreting and performing Edgar Allan Poe's The Raven. Grab a sandwich, crank the sound up, and don't miss a minute of it because it is epic. Take it away. Once upon a midnight dreary, while I pondered weak and weary, over many a quaint and curious volume of forgotten lore, while I nodded, nearly napping, suddenly there came a tapping, as of someone gently rapping, rapping at my chamber door. There's some visitor, I muttered, tapping at my chamber door, only this, and nothing more. Ah, distinctly I remember. It was in the bleak December, and each separate dying ember wrought its ghost upon the floor. Eagerly I wished for morrow, vainly I had sought to borrow from my book's decrease of sorrow, sorrow for the lost Lenore, for the rare and radiant maiden whom the angels name Lenore, nameless here forevermore. And the silken, sad, uncertain rustling of each purple curtain thrilled me, filled me with fantastic terrors never felt before. So that now, 
to still the beating of my heart, I stood repeating, "'Tis some visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door, some late visitor entreating entrance at my chamber door. That it is, and nothing more. Presently my soul grew stronger, hesitating then no longer. Sir, I said, or madam, truly your forgiveness I implore. But the fact is, I was napping, and so gently you came rapping, and so faintly you came tapping, tapping at my chamber door. That I scare was sure I heard you. Here I opened the door. Darkness there, and nothing more. Deep into the darkness peering, long I stood there, wandering, fearing, doubting, dreaming dreams no mortals ever dared to dream before. But the silence was unbroken, and the stillness gave no token, and the only word there spoken was the whispered word, Lenore. This I whispered, and an echo murmured back the word, Lenore. Merely this, and nothing more. Back into the chamber turning, all my soul within me burning. Soon again I heard a tapping, something louder than before. Surely, said I, surely that is something at my window lattice. Let me see then what thread it is, and the mystery explore. Let my heart be still a moment, and this mystery explore. Tis the wind, and nothing more. Open here I flung the shutter when, with many a flirt and flutter, in there stepped a saintly raven, a saintly days of yore. Not the least obeisance he made, not a minute stopped or stayed he, but with mine of lord or lady perched above my chamber door. Perched upon the bust of palace, just above my chamber door, perched and sat, and nothing more. Then this ebony bird beguiling my sad fancy into smiling, by the grave and stern decorum, the countenance it wore. Though my crust be thorn and saving thou, I said, Art, sir, no craven, ghastly grim, an ancient raven, wandering from the nightly shore? Tell me what the lordly name is on the night's Platonian shore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Much I marveled this ungainly fowl to hear discourse so plainly, though its answer little meaning, little relevancy bore. For we cannot help agreeing that no living human being ever yet was blessed with seeing bird above his chamber door. Bird or beast upon the sculptured bust above his chamber door, with such a name as nevermore. But the raven, sitting lonely on that placid bus, spoke only that one word as if his soul in that one word he did outpour. Nothing further than he uttered, not a feather than he fluttered, till I scarcely more than muttered, other friends have flown before. On the morrow he will leave me, as my hopes have flown before, quote the bird, nevermore. 
startled at the stillness broken by reply so aptly spoken. Doubtless, said I, what it utters is its only stock and store, caught from some unhappy master, whom unmerciful disaster followed fast and followed faster, till his songs one burden bore, till the dirges of his hope that melancholy burden bore, of never, never more. But the raven still beguiling all my sad soul into smiling, Straight I wheeled a cushioned seat in front of bird and bust and door. Then upon the velvet sinking, I betook myself to linking fancy unto fancy, thinking what this ominous bird of yore, what this grim, ungainly, ghastly, gaunt, and ominous bird of yore meant in croaking nevermore. Thus I sat engaged in guessing, but no syllable expressing. To the fowl whose fiery eyes now burned into my bosom's core. This and more I sat divining, with my head at ease reclining, on the cushion's velvet lining that the lamplight gloated over, but whose velvet violet lining with the lamplight gloating over, she shall press, and nevermore. Then, methought, the air grew denser, perfumed from an unseen censer, swung by a seraphim whose footfalls tinkled on the tufted floor. Wretch, I cried, thy God hath lent thee, by these angels he hath sent thee, respite, respite, and nepathy from my memories of Lenore. Quaff, oh quaff this kind nepathy, and forget this lost Lenore. Quote the raven, nevermore. Yeah, he said that. Hey, 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 prophet, I said, thing of evil, prophet, still if bird or devil, whether tempter sent or whether tempest tossed thee here ashore, desolate yet undaunted on the desert land enchanted. On this home by horror haunted, tell me truly, I implore, is there a balm in Gilead? Tell me, tell me, I implore, quoth the raven, nevermore. Prophet, I said, thing of evil, prophet still, if bird or devil, by that heaven that bends above us, by that God, we both adore. Tell this soul with sorrow laden, if within the distant Aden it shall clasp a sainted maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Clasp a rare and radiant maiden, whom the angels name Lenore. Quoth the raven, nevermore. Be that word our sign of parting, bird or fiend, I shrieked up starting. Get thee back into the tempest and the night's Plutonian shore. Leave no black plume as a token of that lie thy soul hath spoken. Leave my loneliness unbroken. Quit the bust above my door. Take thy beak from out my heart. And take thy form from off my door, quoth the raven. Nevermore. 
and the raven, never flitting, still a sitting, still a sitting on the pallet bust of palace just above my chamber door, and his eyes have all the seeming of a demon's that is dreaming, and the lamplight o'er him streaming throws his shadow on the floor. And my soul from out that shadow that lies floating on the floor shall be lifted, <coughs> shall be lifted nevermore. You're listening to the number one comedy show on BTR, IWS Radio. Awesome. One word, awesome. It is always the highlight of the Halloween extravaganza right there. As it should be for anyone. Sure. Ten minutes of pure on display. In fact, J-Man, let's play it again. What? (laughs) Kidding. Kidding. (laughs) Trick or treat. (laughs) Yeah. That that and of course you know coming up on at uh, Christmas there will be uh, IWS players and Twas the Night Before Christmas so that's always a good one yeah that's always a good one this was the first and the most exciting which made it, it was I think and I'll never forget I asked Party Marty if he got to hear it he said well yeah I heard halfway through it and then they came in and fired me and I had to go home. That's I'll right. never forget that, J-Man. Uh-huh. <laughs> because, you know, <laughs> for many people, Halloween starts the holiday season. For corporations, Halloween begins the firing and laying off season because they exactly. love to lay off people before Christmas. I hate to do this to you, but at I know this time of year... Six kids at home, and yeah. And I'll tell you what, J Man. That is one of the few audios that we got the Schmoop seal of approval on. Yeah. And if Schmoop likes it, people, that's worthy of some attention. Damn good. Damn good. She doesn't. She doesn't like much of anything that you and I do. <laughs> and because of that, she didn't get to read a verse. That's right. Just saying. Yeah, I think she had gone on strike. <laughs> she may have. That may have been her Kim Fragili years. I, th- I think. I think I asked if Kim Fragili wanted to do one, and her answer was something like "fuck Kim Fragili" or something. <laughs> I can't imagine her saying that, Jamin. I know it was. She was having a bad day. Okay. (laughs) Sure. She probably said this. Son of a motherless goat. (laughs) Yeah. Uh Anyway, there's that. Thanks to the, you know, half of those uh, IWS players aren't with us anymore. No, they're not. Malcolm Eckstein's gone. He got fired. Dusty Sandman. Fired. <laughs> Stubby's. I don't know where Stubby yeah. is. 
<laughs> Stubby's he's hanging around somewhere. <laughs> we haven't heard from Dixie Ozark in quite some time. No. But we did hear from J Man. The Uber lovely Miss Jamie Maple Leaf. Yes, we did. She was there for us. And how As she delivers. Yeah, delivers those last two words forevermore. Oh yeah. Hell yeah, baby. Hell yeah. I bet she re- I bet she recorded that in her bathtub. <laughs> Lounging in the bathtub with some candles lit and a glass of wine. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and a little mood lighting. Yeah, Canadian flag strapped to the ceiling. Oh, boy. <laughs> the light from the candles flickering off the flag. Oh, yeah. Making uh-huh. it look like the maple leaf was waving in the wind. Exactly. <laughs> yes. And if you'd like to comment on the Raven and or Jamie Maple Leaf's hotness, you can always call in at 661-244-9852 on the IWS Halloween hotline. Call us up. Tell us a ghost story. Tell us about your favorite Halloween experience. And your favorite or worst Halloween candy. Yeah. That's always a big bone of contention. Well, that's you know that's what Halloween's all about. You know, you get that knock on the door, you answer the door, and kids are like, and instead, <laughs> some curmudgeon throws some pennies in your bag. Oh, what the hell is this? Pennies? Really? <laughs> what is this? 1956? What am I going to buy for a penny? Ah. Oh. <laughs> or they, you know, give you fruit, something healthy. Yeah. Oh, Schmoop and I were talking about this last night. Fruit, pennies, and popcorn balls. Awful. Oh. Just awful. Uh huh. That is outrageous. By the way, and that's some people cool. and some people will still they'll um, make a popcorn ball and dress it up in cute orange and black wax paper type things and put a little ribbon around it. It's still a popcorn yeah. ball. It's terrible. It is. It's just a popcorn ball. And then other uh, people, of course, go with the standard candy corn. Not necessary, people. Let's not do that. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what, Jay man. I'm a candy corn fan. Are you really? How about a? Uh, Candy corn Hershey bar. That doesn't sound uh, bad. No, it doesn't sound good either. <laughs> <laughs> I saw that at, at Walgreens yesterday. Candy corn um, Reese's Pieces. Reese's uh, Buttercup candy corn. Candy corn Hershey bar. Uh, candy corn things getting out of hand quickly. Quickly. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I'll tell you who I do want to give a shout out to. Mrs. Cessna. When I was a kid growing up in the streets around my neighborhood, tall hills, J-Man, the roads were steep, they were long. We had to work for our candy, J-Man. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> and one of the last stops we made was at Mrs. Cessna's house. And she had a big cooler with the tap on it full of apple cider. Mm. It was like the reward for a job well done. Yes. That's nice. That was the same in my neighborhood. It was all hills all around and lots of old people. So there were stretches where you, uh, you know, couldn't go knock on the door because they had the porch light off. Which, by the way, kids today do not acknowledge the porch light rule. <laughs> they're just so rude. You know, you got if the porch light's off, no, they're not handing stuff out, kids. Exactly. Move along. And the trick-or-treaters get older every year, J-Man. <laughs> they do. <laughs> hey, what's your costume supposed to be? I'm a thug. Could I have some candy? All right. Whatever. <laughs> sure, here you go. Don't hurt me. Don't hurt Don't me. Don't hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not like back in the day, J-Man. No. Oh, God. Yeah, our parents could just let us go. We could just go trick-or-treating. It was safe. It was. It was America, safe. It America was fun. Safe place. Yeah. But I'll tell you what, sometimes during trick-or-treat, some people's feelings, well, they get hurt, J-Man. Oh, really? Yeah, kind of like Charlie Brown's. Can I have an extra piece of candy for my stupid brother? He couldn't come with us because he's sitting in a pumpkin patch, waiting for the great pumpkin. It's so embarrassing to have to ask for something extra for that blockhead lion. I got five pieces of candy. I got a chocolate bar. I got a quarter. I got a rock. Gee, I got a candy bar. Boy, I got three cookies. Hey, I got a package of gum. I got a rock. Trick or treat. I got a popcorn ball. I got a fudge ball. I got a pack of gum. I got a rock. <laughs> Poor old Chuck. Poor old Charlie Brown, man. That's just so sad. Damn. Makes me feel bad. Reminds me of a time when I was like six years old, J-Man. I'm with uh, my brother, Party Marty, and my sister, Eileen. Mom's taking us around to trick-or-treat. It was raining that night, J-Man. It was a dark and stormy night. (laughs) And I slid down someone's front yard, and my wet bag broke. And my candy went everywhere, and I cried. And Mom made Party Marty and Eileen split their candy with me. And to this (laughs) day, J-Man, they hate me for that. I I thought I was going to say, I thought your mom just told you, suck it up, buttercup. No, that would have been Dad. That would have been Dad. (laughs) 
I was mom's yeah. baby. Well, we used to, uh, I lived in a, a neighborhood that was, we used to have you know, little bitty towns all around my little bitty town. They used to put the kids on the, on a school bus and they'd bring them into, into Redneckville and they would uh-huh. let them, let them off the bus at the bottom of the hill and they would work their way up all around through the neighborhoods there in my area. So we'd have extra people out trick or treating lots uh-huh. of extra people out there, sitting, you know, saying things like, Well, Iggy Pop and Kate Pearson for you there, Matt. Yeah, <laughs> oh, Kate Pearson. Uh-huh. I know. <laughs> Still looks good at 66. Oh, God, she does. Yes, she does. Oh. Yes, she does. Oh. Iggy Pop looks good, too, at 66 also, by the way. Well, I, I can't look at Iggy Pop anymore because, uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> Cameron Ramone. <laughs> Well, Iggy makes me think of Tamra, and, you know, that makes me happy. Okay. So. Well, if that works for you, that's fine. Happy Happiness by association, you know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> and that other one, of course, was Bow Wow Wow with I Want Candy. I, I sent a friend oh, God, request yes. on Facebook. I, just, I sent mm. Annabella Lynn a, a, face, a, a friend request on Facebook. She's not responded oh. yet, yet, but we'll see. How that goes. And every time I mention that in that video and her, somebody will go, you know, she was only 13 at the time. And I'm like, yeah, so was I. What was, what's your point? Exactly. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> but uh, now anyway, our neighbors never handed out any candy. People go, Mrs. Edmondson across the street didn't hand anything out. Although I'm sure she sat there peering out the window, keeping an eye on everybody. Oh yeah. And uh, and uh, oh, the Kreiner next door, man, that asshole. No way he'd <laughs> hand anything out. That that house to this, he still lives in it, and he hasn't done anything to that house in 30 years, and it it looks like a haunted house. It, I was he never say, does. Yeah. He never mows the lawn. I should I should take a picture of that for for Halloween. He doesn't mow. You should. He doesn't do anything to the outside of the house. All you look up there and you see one window air unit, and that's the the master bedroom. That's where he stays all the time. Huh. Every once in a while, you just see a silhouette of an angry. Does he stay there, uh, or with the air man. conditioner, or with the air conditioner? Does he, <laughs> does he just keep his dead mother cool? <laughs> Does <laughs> he keep Mrs. Kreiner cold in the in the bedroom? I tell you what, now there's a there's a woman who was a scary woman. Actually, she was a, a very gentle, very sweet woman, but she was uh, another one who was over six feet tall. She was like six one or six two, and she was built like a defensive end. She was broad shouldered, and she would come over to the house. But instead of being like a normal person and coming around front and knocking on the door, she would come around the back and she would 
got up to that sliding glass door that had the semi-see-through curtains there and knock on the door and there'd be this big hulking creature knocking on the door and the, the sister and I would scream, ah! <laughs> Do you guys have a Monsanto plant near you? <laughs> no, she was just a very large, uh, scary woman. Well, you know, imposing. Imposing. Let's say physically imposing, imposing woman. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. But uh, otherwise, otherwise a nice person. <clears throat> and her husband was also a super nice guy. Of course, he you was know, beat down by her and son Jerry all the time, probably. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Jerry wasn't a good Emotionally. guy? Emotionally. God, no. Horrible asshole. Terrible, terrible human being. And I'll tell you what, Jay, man, speaking of sons... Yesterday was my son's birthday. Oh shit, that's right. Yeah. Uh, did he swing by the beer mine get his birthday present? Well, let me tell you. Yes, he did. What? He did. He swung by the oh, my beer mine. Oh my god. Yes. I am and let shocked. Me- yeah, I know. No, God, please, no, no, no. And that's God telling me to tell you and the audience, yeah, I'm lying. He never showed up. That's so. what I thought. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Had a card already for him, Jay Man. Had a birthday for could have had a big weekend. Could have had a big weekend. Turn 21. Yeah, yeah but he the didn't. The big 2-1. Yeah. Card full, of, so card full of love right there. Yeah. He rejected it. Card full of $20 bills, too. Let me tell you. Yeah, Hell that's yeah. okay. So, I'll mail it tomorrow. What do you think of that shit, Robert the Taylor? Good afternoon. Happy Halloween. <laughs> Happy Halloween to you. <laughs> Your Scottish accent's terrible, Matt. No, that was a Cockney accent. No, was it? Oh, God, that's even worse. You know, did you call in to insult me? Because if you no, did, no. we have the kill button right here, Ro- Robert. <laughs> no, no, I don't insult people. I insult them. <laughs> anyway, I was want to say something about uh, Halloween. Okay. Uh, yes. Well, you guys call it a uh, trick or treating. We don't call that. We don't call it that here. We call it geysin here. Well, it's Why? Really short for, well, it's short for, I take it short for disguise. It's always been uh, uh, called that since I was a kid. You know, it was, but we don't uh, actually, as you say, trick or treat for candy. We trick or treat for money. Well, we used to when we were kids. But when you done it when you were a kid, you done it for, uh, you know, 
money that you got went to charity. That's the whole purpose of trick or treat. We never, uh, it was never done for any gain, but uh, being you Scottish. Think, think you're so well, superior, don't you? No, no, no. I mean, the, the money never actually went to Charlie. Um, no, but okay. now you're a Scotsman. <laughs> of course, of course. It went into your own pocket. Well, I mean, when, uh, it's a bit vague for me now to remember that far back, but uh, when we were kids, uh, we sort of targeted the, the, the more affluent areas of uh, uh-huh. Edinburgh. You know, you, you, know, you would get... Uh, you get a few guys together, you know, the boys would dress up and they'd go out guys and, and uh, you know, oh, oh this house, uh, this house has got about 14 bedrooms, that must hold money in it. So we used to knock on the door and we used to sing, used to sing a song, you know, Halloween is coming, you know, the oh, old song okay. we used to sing here. And, uh, everybody, they would, everybody back they would up, ask, back up, everybody back up, give him room, Robert, we want to hear the song, let's go. Oh, you know, no, come on. Do come it. on. I think I, I, think I do it. Doo-wop. Ah. Halloween is coming. The pigs are getting fat. Please put a penny in the old man's hat. If you haven't got a penny, a hapney will do. If you haven't got a hapney, well, go and fuck you. Good <laughs> So we didn't get a lot of money for that. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, Matt, maybe that's the 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 people who put pennies in your uh, in your candy sack when you got when you went trick or treating. Maybe they were all uh, cheap bastards of Scottish descent. <laughs> uh huh. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, when we, you know, as I say, we used to target these uh, affluent areas and. Uh, we we actually done not bad. The charities didn't do so well, but uh, you know they would always quiz you at the door. You know, once you'd sung the song, they would always say to you, "And where is the money going to? Which charity?" <laughs> now we always we had this kid. And we I, I don't know why we used to take him guys on with us, but he was he was so stupid. You know, he was oh he was totally dumb. And we used to say to him, you know. When we finish the song, if they ever ask you what charity the money is going to, always say it's going to the blind. That That's the rule. <laughs> so uh, we'd finish the song. Well, I, I only remember this one story. That's only because of, they would never see it. Well, that's <laughs> true. <laughs> but the thing at the end of the day is, I mean, we went, and I only remember this one story from it because uh, I think he got uh, ejected after this. So we went to his door and we're singing away, and uh, I, th- I think it was an older woman that says, Oh, that's a very nice song. Lovely, lovely, lovely. And uh, what charity is the money going to? And she saying this directly to this, we used to call him, uh, I'm trying to remember his name, I think he was called Chump Dave or something like that. And uh, he said, it's going to the kind. And she said, <laughs> the kind? Why would you give money to the kind? Told me to say the kind. And th- this woman sort of looking at everybody else, he said, what does he mean? Uh, well, well, 
he actually means the blind. He, he, he's not very bright. He can't talk properly. I think this is a scam. This is a scam. And that was, you know, the end of the guys, and it finished, you know, for me. And I just turned 16. Okay. Anyway, I mean, I didn't remember much about uh, my daisy trick or treating because I was uh, too young to remember. No, I love the poem, by the way, the Edgar Allan poem. I just love Poe, you know. I read a lot of Poe. And may I ask whose suggestion that poem was? Was it Matt's? What? Was it. Get your oh, translator was, out, Matt. <laughs> it was mine. I was, it was my uh, idea originally. Ah, uh, great. Mine well, we talked like. about we talked we discussed having the IWS players do a some kind of Halloween thing, maybe a skit or something like that, and then we talked about yeah. reciting the poem, and we came up with the Raven because it's the best one. Didn't we do well, the we have, of the House of Usher or something? Didn't we do another Poe poem? Well, that's a long one, that as well. Or was it just the uh, <coughs> night before Christmas, J-Man? It was the night before Christmas, but it seems like we did do another one. But I thought so, about. too. Yeah. I, yeah. I, I think we talked about doing something different, and we couldn't find one we liked as much as Raven, and we just, play, we just made Raven the uh, tradition. That was pretty yeah, awesome, Raven. wasn't it, Robert? Yeah. Yeah, I know the Raven is a is a brilliant poem. It really is. I mean, I love Poe. I mean, I read a lot of Poe stuff. You know, uh, I, I, the, the movies aren't so good. I mean, I, I don't know if you you probably remember that most of the the Vincent Price uh, uh, movies with with the Edgar Allan Poe stories. You know, the Pit and the Pendulum and things like that. It's. Uh, I mean, he's a he was well way advanced. Paul, when he was a, a writer, way, way advanced on anybody else. So I've got to congratulate Jay on that one for picking that because it's a great poem. Well, no, no, we're, we're, we're a team here. We're a team here. No, and I, 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 everybody else. Contrary, I mean, <laughs> the only thing that sort of miffed me was that I didn't get to see a, a few lines in it, but probably nobody would have understood anyway. Well, it was also done three years ago. Was it? Thank God. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seriously. Oh, right. I thought it was a recent thing. Sorry. Oh, no. We've done it each of the last three Halloweens. Oh, yeah. We don't do anything recent, Robert. (laughs) 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 We go back into the archives and find old audios. That's bloody laziness, that. Except that, you know, know, most people, most people (laughs) think that, uh, Taking a week off recharges your batteries, as we talked Dude. about today, man. Yeah. No, it really no, doesn't. No. It, it, it makes you feel like it makes you yeah. feel like, oh man, this is nice. Let's <laughs> not do another show. Uh, yeah. That's a call. I, I, I got up that it was, uh, you know, the guys had went away for a couple of weeks, they were totally refreshed, and come back with this thing. But then I discovered it's what three years old. Yeah. Oh, dear. Well, we did have one. Well, we got one. Well, we had Ben Carson, who yeah. uh, who did, and uh, Bobby Kraft came through Bobby, for us. Bobby Kraft. Bobby, Bobby Kraft. Kraft. He 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 remembered the story of the Crooked Creek creep. It's very scary. That lurked yeah, in the uh, 
in the in the fog along Crooked Creek behind the uh, yeah. football stadium when he was a kid. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, so let's hear that now from Go for it. Bobby, Ooh, cool. from Mr. Bobby Kraft. Hey everybody, Bobby Kraft here for Mild Cheddar on IWS Radio. Do you know what? When I was in high school, you know, back in the day, we used to play our football games at the old stadium located down on the banks of Crooked Creek. Well, you know, in the fall in this area of the country, we have these nice days and the temperatures drop dramatically during the night. We get a lot of fog, especially around the creek. And you know what's coming, right? That's right. Lurking in the fog was the Crooked Creek Creep. Oh, yeah. It's true. It's true. He's just a silly ghost, though. He didn't really scare anybody, but he was just kind of wreaking all kinds of havoc, you know, during football games. He'd get up there and he'd steal the mic on the PA system and he would say, Mike Hunt, call for Mike Hunt. Has anybody seen Mike Hunt? You know, and then he'd change the scoreboard so it would say that the game was tied at 69 and we'd all just laugh, you know, because he's funny. And you'd swipe somebody's hot dog every once in a while. That's kind of serious, but still, he's just being ornery. Anywho. One time, late after game, I was the only one still at the stadium because, you know, I like to hang out and take in the ambiance of a sporting event, you know. I was wandering through the foggy parking lot towards my car, and it started to feel like somebody or something was watching me. And it was pretty creepy feeling. I got to my car, I hopped in it and started it up and revved the engine, and, well, you know, that Chevy Chevette's a powerhouse. Anyway... All of a sudden, there was Christian rock music blasting away on my AM radio. Mm-mm-mm. That darn crooked creep creep was just messing with me. So I jumped out of the car and I said, Damn it, creep, you get out of my car right now. You know what he did? He took off in my car. Yeah, he raced around the parking lot and they did a bunch of donuts. You know, just doing them donuts. And finally, he threw it in reverse and he backed up at full speed right at me and came to a screeching halt a foot in front of me scared me. Then he exited the passenger door. I just shook my head and I went over there and I closed the door and I walked around the driver's side and damned if he hadn't locked the keys in the car with the car running. Come on now. I mean, that's just not right. So I'm stood there. I'm yelling and cussing and he finally comes back and he opens the hatch. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. I had to crawl through the hatch and then over the back seat and then into the front seat to get to the driver's seat so I could, you know, open the dang door. Now, that was just uncalled for right there. Anyway, my high school now plays the shiny new stadium, you know, with big fancy scoreboard and state-of-the-art systems and field turf, and it's located way away from the creek, and it's just not any fun anymore. Anyway, happy Halloween, everybody. This has been Bobby Craft. As always, bring in the spooky cheese. IWS Radio. Dead rising from the grave. Human sacrifice. Dogs and cats living together. Pacifaria. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> little Elvis Costello action for you there. I love Elvis Costello. We'll pump, pump it up. up. I'm surprised oh, that uh, Bobby wished everyone a happy Halloween, J-Man, because... You know, he's kind of usually bitter on holidays and stuff. Well, he is. Normally he is, but he uh, he perked up for this one, I guess. Yeah, he's kind of cheesy, isn't he? 
I will tell you what, going back to the Ravens, <laughs> I do want to uh-huh. give a give a shout out to the uh uh recently fired and incon- incapacitated Kirk Douglas. He was awesome <laughs> on the Ravens. <laughs> Is he still alive? Yes, he's oh, still hell yeah. alive. My hell God. Yeah. He must sort be of. one of the last of the Hollywood greats that's still alive. Now, I'll tell you what. We lost a great one yesterday. Marino. Oh, we did. Oh, God. Oh. Mm. We did. Marino. Oh. Who? Maureen O'Hara. Maureen O'Hara. You mean Maureen O'Hara. That's what I just said. That's what he said. Don't you you understand English? (laughs) Maureen. (laughs) Hey, man. He's American. Hey, listen, dude. We gave you your language. Speak American. Let's speak American. <laughs> oh my God! So, uh, Robert, are you a fan of uh, scary movies? Oh, I love horror? scary movies. I've got the uh, horror channel set up on my TV, but uh, when I, I plug in, um, what's that bloody movie channel? Oh God, I can't remember the name of it. It's uh, Netflix. You know what? I've got all the horror movies. A lot of them are B movies, you know, they're all like crap. But you know, I, I, my favorite movies, scary movies, are Saw. I love Saw. Hmm. Oh, that's a seriously scary movie. Yeah, but the the actual plots of the story are very, very good. You know. Yeah. You I'm not into take that. The, <laughs> yeah, no, no. You take all the gore out of it, and it's uh, they are very scary. Right. I'm into the if if I watch a Halloween movie, it's going to be a slasher, you know, silly slasher. How uh, you know Halloween, Friday the Thirteenth. Well, no, I want massacre. I want blood and tits. That's what I want. Blood that's, and tits. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> and I love yeah cause, because each one of those stories, by the way, is a very that those are stories about uh, they teach you about morality, about doing right and wrong. Well, because right, yeah. the blonde slut always dies first. Oh yeah, <laughs> they're sending a which message a, out there. Which is a pain in the ass. <laughs> after, yeah. oh, Jay, man, she only dies after the guy taking advantage of advantage of her dies. Right. And then she <laughs> dies, unless there's black people in the movie, and there usually isn't. But if there are black people, they will die first. That's terrible. That is terrible. That's the way it is, man. If you watch them, it's the way it is. I've never really. That's that's a fact. I've actually never considered that. Well, I'll tell you what, the werewolf movies are all about masturbation. Right? They are. I'm not watching any of them. If you you masturbate, that's what'll happen to you. It'll turn into a werewolf. Eventually. Oh, God. That should be covered in hair by now. Well, I'll tell you what, guys. <laughs> Halloween is just a big, nasty holiday anyway. 
And I'll tell you what, you know who says so? Oh. Who? Pat Robertson. Oh, yeah, wow. Stop talking. Start listening. It's Jesus Chat with Pat. My sister wants to throw a Halloween party for the children in our family, but I'm a Christian woman and want to continue to instill these values in my children and grandchild, so I don't let them participate in trick-or-treating or costumes. My family feels like I'm stopping my kids' fun. Will it be wrong to let them go to the party and buy them costumes and just don't let them trick-or-treat? Please help, because I don't want to see them upset. All right. Halloween uh, is a uh, festival for demonic spirits. The whole idea of trick-or-treating the druids um, would go to somebody's house and ask for money, and if they didn't get money, they'd kill one of their sheep. I mean, that was the the trick, uh, you know. So I mean, it was serious stuff, and it was also uh, all this business about goblins and jack o' lanterns and all that. All comes out of demonic uh, uh, rituals of the druids and the people who lived in England at that particular time. I think churches can have Halloween parties. You can bob for apples and do stuff like that and and turn it into a Christian uh, festival. And that's what we ought to do. We need to redeem these days. But that day was given over to satanic thing. Why aren't you at church? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Good old Pat. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, 150 years old and he's still full of comedy. You know it. <laughs> oh, dear, oh, dear. <clears throat> oh. The guys really I hate all those English fuck. druids. All the English <laughs> druids. I just hate English. <laughs> So there you go, folks. Kids, don't yeah. go out trick-or-treating. Don't kill a sheep. Don't, yeah. And what's don't wrong think. with trick-or-treating for money, anyway? It's called begging. No, beggars. <laughs> little beggars out there. You know, come yeah. on, parents. Feed your own damn kids. They won't have to go out begging exactly. for treats. Buy, the, buy them a bag of candy yourself. Why well, they got to go get it on their own? That's right. Although, J-Man, it does show a work ethic if you let them <laughs> go out there. <laughs> well, actually, what you should do is when your, parent, when your kids get home, you, you should have them lay out all the candy, and then you should take 41% of it and say, this is, this <laughs> exactly. tax. this is taxes right here. Yeah. <laughs> Was bizarre. <laughs> because I knew, hey, I I knew a guy who uh, his sons uh, mowed lawns, and he took something. He took twenty percent of what they made, so they could learn what, about taxes and stuff like that. That's ridiculous. Yeah. What a guy. I also like the work really on, kind of. And now those kids work on Wall Street and pay barely any taxes. They pay no taxes. That's, <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Dad, you were wrong. I only pay 6%. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of the uh, horror movies, 
I uh, I like the slasher movies. I, I, I like them. Even even though they're not supposed to be funny, I find them funny. I laugh at them. <laughs> but there was there was one that was supposed to be funny, and it, it really is one of the greats of all time. Lives are shattered. The nation is in chaos. Death and destruction sweeps the country. Four Square Productions presents perhaps the funniest film ever made. Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. Attack, Attack of the Killer Tomatoes. <laughs> oh, God, I remember that movie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember the two guys, and I think they were lying in the... the of the field or something, they were watching these giant tomatoes moving about. It was, <laughs> it was like, you know, can you pass the ketchup or something like that? <laughs> and the tomatoes were kind of like making that kind of noise. God, I've never got to eat a tomato again. <laughs> Some of the lines in it were corny, like, you know, uh, what was it? Uh, somebody's killed him, and I bet somebody's responsible. <laughs> <laughs> That's pretty funny. Honestly, uh, I mean, that was a great movie. That was, I loved that. See, I watched shit like that. <laughs> Well, yeah. No, but I still think that the, the best slasher movie has got to be the first uh, Halloween one. I mean, that was really, really scary. I mean, I was a kid at the time, and it was horrifying. I yeah. do love the first Halloween movie. Yeah, great movie. I mean, Jamie Lee Curtis, she, she was skinny as a... There wasn't a pick on her, but, you know, if you look at her, yeah, a few years she later, you know, she was a uh, hot, hot, hot. <laughs> now, now she annoys the hell out of me. But at the time, exactly. yeah, she oh man, she could scream too. She could yeah, scream. she could. I bet she could. <laughs> <laughs> Love a woman that screams. <laughs> You got to cut this one out of the show, Jay, man. <laughs> we can use that for future use. <laughs> you know what my favorite scary movie is? Go. The Screaming Skull. Hey. 1958. Uh, and let, me, let me tell you, everyone, Jay, man. Robert, everyone. This movie was so scary, they offered you a deal before you saw it. Listen, if you can imagine the furor of love, then maybe you'll hear these walls here, these windows answer. The Screaming Skull. The Screaming Skull is a motion picture magnificent in its horror. Therefore, this certificate assures burial service without cost to anyone in the audience who dies of fright while seeing The Screaming Skull. See the revisualization of a woman scorned. C. 
sea, the vengeful violence of the undead, the screaming skull, starring Alex Nichol. See, terror from the year 5000, and the screaming skull. <laughs> the year Don't bury you free if you die of fright. The year 5000. <laughs> And ladies and gentlemen in the listening audience, I'm going to do this after the show is over. You have got to go get on YouTube and type in the Screaming Skull MSTK3000. Uh-huh. Because they did a send-up of this, and that's where I first watched it. Watched it, and it is right. hilarious. God, I loved. God, I loved MST. Oh, God, we miss it so much. Yeah, that was always great. So much fun. Yep. (laughs) And plus, J-Man, it stars Alan Nichols. You know, good old Alan Nichols. Big time. Yeah, big time. Alan Nichols. I guess. And the screaming skull. Oh, mine. <laughs> and I like that Thank high you. metallic sound in that trailer. And that was really uh-huh. annoying. They were Fox News <laughs> before Fox News existed, Jay, man. <laughs> <clears throat> but you know, the worst thing could happen when you're in a movie theater watching a scary movie. Ladies and gentlemen, please do not panic, but scream, scream for your lives. The tingler is losing the theater, and if you don't scream, it may kill you. Scream, scream, keep screaming, scream for your lives. It's here, it's over here. The tingler has been paralyzed by your screaming. There is no more danger. We will now <laughs> resume the show. All right, then. So the other okay. was a blow. The tingler, baby. It was Vincent oh. Price and the tingler. Yeah. Ah, man. <laughs> In the face of the enemy. <laughs> Let the enemy have no power over And the sound of iniquity be powerless to harm Your mother sucks cocks in hell, Paris, you faithless line. I just thought it's still my favorite line ever. <laughs> God, that movie was scary, too. It was suspenseful. I'll was tell you other what. Kind of uh, scary. Yeah, what are you two, what are your favorite horror movies? Schmoop and I have agree on something. Exorcist and The Omen. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Both of them are just ooh, They'll give you nightmares. Especially uh, The Omen. The well, Exorcist, and I'll tell you, you know, what, as far as far as the Exorcist Exorcist goes, Schmoop will not watch it unless I'm here with her. <laughs> she gets creeped out. Yeah, and you know that scene when the in the fog, the the 
the priest comes to the house and he's standing there in the street light and the fog and you can just you can feel the what's about to happen and ugh. Oh you know. <laughs> and the fog, uh Stephen King, that's a great movie. Mm-hmm. That was the oh. that was the music that was being played in the background for Bobby Kraft. Behind the oh, screen. Right. I recognize that. Yeah. Yeah. That was on last night and uh Schmoop and I were drunk and lost interest. <laughs> <laughs> and another one that because got Because Stephen me. King that... tends to go on and on. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Another one that got me when I was a little kid was uh they're here. Uh-huh. 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 Poltergeist. Poltergeist. Yeah. That's the, you know they had the uh, the clown doll that attacked the the little boy. Well, I had a clown doll that my grandmother had made, and so I went and put it on my sister's bed <laughs> and uh, scared the crap out of her when she walked into her room. That's the kind of guy I am. <laughs> yeah. And I'll tell you what, J-Man, in the United Kingdom, you know how they scare people? They put a doll of Margaret Thatcher on people's beds. (laughs) (laughs) History's greatest monster right there. Trust you to bring her into this conversation. <laughs> that thing, Thatcher, and the Queen. I'll tell you what. That's, that's two people you mentioned that I have the most hatred for in my life. Now I'm shaking my uh-huh. fist here. <laughs> <laughs> I'll tell you what, Jay, man, I couldn't find it. I didn't think of it. A couple of years ago, I remember um, on Halloween, I think my intro for you was, J-Man, it's all for you. I put J-Man in front of when the lady hung herself in the omen. <laughs> in the omen, yeah. <laughs> Damien, Damien, it's all for you. Uh-huh. <clears throat> oh, just oh, okay, it. guys. I'm going to say toodaloo to you guys and you guys. Oh, well, we didn't evening, say you could and, uh, We didn't say you could leave yet, Robert. Oh, okay then. Okay. <laughs> okay, you're free. Now to you go. can. Okay, now you leave. <laughs> well, thank you. <laughs> well, good evening, guys. Thank you. Speak soon. Well, thanks for thanks for calling, Robert. Thanks for calling and happy Halloween. Have a good evening, guys. You too. Goodbye. Happy guys and I will do. Bye. And we got some breaking news here, Matt. There could be history in the making in the NFL right now, today. Oh, boy. Why? The Miami Dolphins lead the Houston Texans 28 to nothing at the end of the first quarter. The Dolphins have outgained Houston total yardage 219 yards to zero. No, there's no way. Really? <laughs> that's 
<laughs> yes, that's the official official number oh for the first quarter. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill has thrown ten 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 Tannehill. Yeah, Tannehill has thrown four <laughs> touchdown passes. So he's on his way to a sixteen touchdown pass. Wow. <laughs> There's there are, there are probably three people who have Ryan Tannehill starting as their quarterback this week and they have uh-huh. a heart on. <laughs> they do. <laughs> and they're all going. See, see, see. I've been telling you. I've been telling you. <laughs> all right, Jay, man. Time to wrap this up, I guess. I guess it is. Yeah, I don't want Good to times. because it's been so fun. It has been. It's it's been surprisingly fun. <laughs> yeah. For Halloween action, so, but yeah. So we're going to end with a Halloween song, and we're going to end it with one of our favorites, J Man. Uh huh. <laughs> the late great Bert Convy. <laughs> From 1958. Let's rock and roll, Bert. (laughs) Heard strange noises coming from a house on the hill. So I crept up to the window and looked over the sill. My heart almost stopped, I nearly died of fright. By the dim candlelight, I saw the strangest sight. There was Frankenstein and Dracula and Wolfman too. Dancing with some zombies, what a ghastly crew. Be all the vampires doing the bop. And everything's rocking at the monster pop. The ghoul, the organ was playing, but no one was there. And the headless horseman was combing his hair. There was Frankenstein and Dracula and Wolfman too. Dancing with the zombies, what a ghastly crew. The old vampire was doing the pop, and everything was rocking at the monster pop.
Tongas. Yeah, that was nice. Yeah. <laughs> Get on Bert. He had a hot daughter. Oh. I don't know who his daughter was. Her last name was Comby, I think. Michelle. <laughs> Anyway, great show, Jay. Oh, wow. Okay, then. I wouldn't say great show. Fun show. Yeah, it was kind of a fun show. A good time. I guess we'll be back next week to have more fun to do something. All daylight savings time show. (laughs) And I'll be here unless someone needs the day off. Oh, God. I just broke my promise. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. <laughs> All right, then. Okay, then. Enjoy your football Sunday, J-Man, and all of you. Enjoy football, have a good time, and attack the week ahead. And have a great Halloween. Just get out there and enjoy the hell out of it. Damn right. Thank you later, candy. J-Man. Exactly. Right. Talk, talk to you later. <laughs> and thanks for listening, everybody. Bye. Bye.